Hello and welcome to episode 220 of the Veg Grower podcast. My name's Richard and I like to grow food in my allotment and garden. And this week I am at an RHS show in Melvin. We're going to have a good look around and you're going to join me. But while I uh, just get through the ticket office and everything, why don't you go find out what I've been up to over this last week in my allotment and garden. Well, it's the 10th of May 2019 today. I'm in the potting shed and I'm just uh, giving everything a bit of a water and a tidy up. Now, earlier this week we had rain, a decent hard shower, and I was really glad for it because my water butts were running low. Unfortunately, the rain hasn't filled the water butts up anywhere near as much as I would like, but it has given me that bit of extra water that should see us through for a bit longer. Every evening I've also been down the allotment and I've just been, well, watering the greenhouse mostly. I haven't really needed to water outside because it's rained, but I have just given everything a little bit of a watering just to help it along. And I've also been weeding and I'm really getting on top of the weeds down there now. I'm really pleased with it. There's still a long way to go. It's this damn cooch grass. It is just a real problem and I really, really want to get rid of it. Now tonight, or today, I have been potting up lots of plants again. I've been potting up all my squashes and my uh, sweet corn and my, well, my courgettes. They are a squash, of course. Lots of those, 21 courgette plants. More than enough by far. I only really need two courgette plants. But we'll find places for whatever we have left over. That doesn't matter at the end of the day. So, yes, I'm giving everything a really good watering in here. All these plants are really looking good. I'm looking forward to getting these outside soon. I really need to crack on and sow some beans. So hopefully I'll get that done tomorrow. But, uh, well, let's go find out, shall we? Well, it is Saturday, the 11th of May 2019 today. I'm at home in the greenhouse, just watering all my plants in here. I've got to say, everything at the moment is looking really good. Tomatoes are growing, the chickpea plant in here is growing. I've still got my peach tree in here. Um, I'm waiting to get this outside, but that's got fruit on it, so I'm happy with that as well. It does need a lot of watering, but it's all good, it's all good. What have I been up to today? Well, I've been on calls, so as you can imagine, I didn't do all or anywhere near as much as I would have liked of. After getting called out, because I got called out this morning, I did manage to get to the allotment. And I've done some uh, well, some tidying up and some weeding again. As you can imagine, that's a common thing at the moment, is all this weeding. Now, I weeded out and even dug over areas on the main bed. And yes, I said dug. I know I say I'm a no digger, but I am finding it's not working with the cooch grass. So I've started digging out the roots and trying to beat it that way. Um, didn't take all that. Oh, it takes quite a while. So it's going to be a long term job if I do it all. But I'm hoping once I plant plants, they will shade out a lot of these weeds anyway. Then... I emptied out my second compost bin. Now you may remember a few weeks ago I said I had emptied out one of the compost bins. 
Well, I've emptied that one out and I poured it all over my potato plants. Now my potatoes have actually grown really well, some decent size plants on them and they really needed uh, earthing up. But now I'm just, just using the compost out of the compost bin and placed that over it. I think I'm going to need some more or I might use straw in the future, I'm not sure yet, but it got that done. More importantly it's emptied the compost bin so now I can start filling that up and uh, make more compost. After that I came home and I've basically been watering everything. It's been a warm day today and everything's need watering. But everything at the moment is just in this really awkward position. I'm about to get it outside just holding back just a little bit longer before it all goes. Anyway that's it for today. It's uh, Monday the 13th of May 2019 today. I'm just in the garden just doing a bit of watering very very dry at the moment that bit of rain we had during the week it was nice it was very welcome but it was nowhere near enough now you will notice i didn't mention anything about sunday that's because i went to the rhs show as i have mentioned in the intro really good day out and well worth it but you'll hear more on that a bit later on but what have I done today? Well, I've had a day off work. In fact, I've got the whole week off work, which is why I haven't really done a huge amount down the allotment over this weekend, apart from just a bit of weeding. But today, well, I've done a lot of tidying up in the garden. And one of the things, I'm just making things that were looking really good, but something I did do was check the heat of my compost heaps. Now, when I was at the RHS show yesterday, I bought a comp compost thermometer and I've wanted one for a while. They were only about five pound there and I thought, actually, for five pound, that's not bad. So I bought one and I wanted to see how hot my compost gets. Now the one I have in the greenhouse, I stuck it in there and it didn't do anything. I wasn't surprised because that's very slow and not quite right. However, I stuck it in the one that I completely filled last week. Now that compost bin had already reduced by about a third, so it's already gone down. Stuck it in there and it was up at sort of 100 degrees Fahrenheit pretty quickly as well. So I, I pulled the thermometer back out and gave it a stir and sure enough all the grass it turned to like this grey ash looking stuff so it's got so hot in there it started to break down already and I think that just shows the difference between chopped up grass and normal grass. Anyway after that I've had a shuffle around with a lot more plants uh, moving plants out to get hardened off these are things like my um lettuces and stuff like that nothing too serious i think a lot of my tomatoes and stuff will be going out in the next couple of weeks so they'll soon start getting hardened off i potted up some of my or all my lizetto tomatoes so i'm pleased they're uh, they're growing on strong and uh, my beans now i've i last week or the week before i can't remember now i sowed four beans they were given to me from a listener called Dave Ford and we're having a bit of a challenge about growing the longest runner bean and that is it and so I've sown those a couple of weeks ago well they've germinated as I'm pleased to say so they're underway and now everything's just had a really good watering before we uh, 
really get going. I think I've got a lot of plants here and that's the other thing I was moving plants around for and tidying things up. I'm going to start using the top of a chicken run and the quail run to store more plants. Lots and lots of seedlings. In fact, I'm in my patio area and I'm just looking around and all I can see is seedlings galore. I've got a lot, but that's all good. So I'm going to pop the chickens away now. Now, you will notice uh, I haven't mentioned weekly harvest report yet because I haven't written it up. Uh, I'll write that up probably tomorrow. I'm knackered tonight, so I've got to get this podcast out. And the reason for that is because I was at this show, I was a bit late, but I can tell you what's going to be on there. It's going to be asparagus and rhubarb again, the, the bulk of the harvests at the moment. The veggie pod... I'm getting a lot of food out of that, a lot of salad leaves, so that's actually really, really good in that sense. A lot of salad leaves, really pleased with that. Anyway, let's go in and uh, get on with this podcast. Well, we're inside RHS Malvern now, having a, a good look around before I... Uh, talk about that we have the tip of the week from the RHS plant grow harvest calendar this week it says move house plants away from windows and direct sunlight as the strengthening sun will scorch their leaves and at the moment the sun is really hot so I completely agree and see where they're coming from from that well we're gonna have a wander around have a look at a few stalls and a few of the show gardens and uh, you're gonna join me so let's crack on and do that Well, it's just after nine o'clock and we've got here at RHS Malvern. This place is absolutely huge. It's in the Free County Showground up near the, uh, well, Gloucestershire border, I think it is, something like that. It's about a three hour drive from me this morning. Uh, To the side, we've got these beautiful hills overlooking us and this site is just huge. I can see there's stalls and marquees and tents going on for miles, so it seems like anyway. It's going to take a long time to have a good look around, but we will do it nonetheless. Now the, the parking where I parked was free here today in a field, so that's a, a good sign. I always think it's important to include the price of parking. And tickets, I think they're about £13, so not a bad price, I don't think. Obviously, uh, it's the last one... Well, it's the last day for this year, so it's, if you're thinking of coming next year, keep listening to find out if you think it's worthwhile. Now we're walking down these first aisle, and it's so far it's uh, packed full of stalls, selling stuff. I've seen uh, the Veggie Pod stall and Neil from there, had a bit of a chat with him, it's looking good. But yeah, we're going to have a look around and see if there's anything to buy. In fact, I think I can see something I want to buy now. There's a compost thermometer for sale for £5. So I'm going to go buy that and then we'll continue this tour. Well, it's just coming up to lunchtime. We've had a good walk around and see what's going on. Lots and lots of stalls selling various things from your hand trowels, your small little garden tools right up to ride on lawn mowers big garden sheds and uh, big greenhouses so lots to buy and of course 
being able to buy from these sort of things, you get to talk to either the people who are building them or the people who are using them. They're obviously salesmen and they're there to sell you the stuff. But most of them are pretty genuine and they will only sell you, if you're asking for help, what you think, what they think is right for you. As well as you get some information from them how to use it rather than going into a shop in a, a generic shop and just being able to buy something off the shelf that they may not know there. Anyway, it's not all about shopping. Now I've seen at least five stages where people are talking and these are people such as Carol Klein, Jonathan Mosley and uh, my favourite, Mr Skinny Jim Gardner of course. All the various talks throughout the day, there's even a Gardener's Question Time going on. Really, really fascinating, interesting stuff to see. And that's where I believe the real value is in these sort of things. Sit down, listen to those, and get some more information and ideas. Then there's the show gardens. Now, the show gardens have really inspired me, particularly the kids' show gardens. The kids' show gardens, or the school show gardens, have been pushed over to where all the show gardens are this year, which has made them a bit more bit more known about, I think, is the impression I'm getting from talking to these people. People are coming along and having a look at them, and they are brilliant. Each garden is probably sort of five metres by five metres. There's a rough estimate, maybe slightly smaller. But the kids' ingenuity and, and imagination and building these things has absolutely blown me away. Now, the theme this year for them was a moment in time. So there's a couple of gardens based on the Big Bang. There was one on Newton's, well, Newton and his discovery of gravity. And my favourite was a Dig for Victory garden. This was just a, well, a lot of edibles growing in there in a very along with plants but not overgrown to the point that it looks silly but it's just a lot of ramshackled and very natural looking plants with uh, a chicken coop as well and a big table signifying the end of World War II and I I really like this obviously being edibles it's kind of my thing anyway but it's inspired me for how I kind of want my garden at home to look a lot of natural overgrown I say overgrown I don't like that term but just kind of natural ramshackled looking and I know the wife would like that too as well now the other show gardens are absolutely stunning we've had there's several container ship gardens and these basically using the containers as like a building to emulate a house and then they've got they've got like a patio or growing area just outside there was an edible one of those which looked stunning and included a barbecue and we all know how much I like a barbecue. And they are just really, really good looking. Again, ingenuity of people that design these things. Absolutely fantastic. There was a Mediterranean looking one that had lots of uh, various palm trees and Mediterranean and plants that looked really nice and, and sunny. But yeah, really pleasing with that. Now, there are other show gardens, of course, and they are very, very busy, as you would imagine. And they take a long time to look around. But the one I really, really liked, it was kind of this orange grove, I guess. It's got an orange grove, orange trees growing to the side. With a little kind of railway for, for moving, a small railway this is, for moving the orange 
oranges off the site and it kind of had this Mediterranean feel to it. It, it looked like it literally somebody had just taken it, dug it up from Spain and flew it here and dropped it there. Not just oranges, olives and um, cardoons and globe artichokes. It just looked really, really good. And it was literally like being on holiday. And with this sun, it is stunning. Well, I'm going to venture into the flower, floral marquee now and see how we get on in there. It's very busy now, but we've got to have a look. Well, we're in the floral marquee now and it is packed to the brim. It's really busy in here. It's um, <laughs> a lot of plants, a lot of flowers for sale, a lot of dahlias and uh, roses and chrysanthemums and lots of really good things on display. Looks absolutely stunning. I can't see any edibles, um, but we'll, well, see what happens, of course. If there are edibles, then I'll, I'll pay some attention as I walk around, but I can't see any so far, but it is really, really busy now. These flowers are on display, and the idea being people will buy them. Now, I've always said when buying flowers, you want to buy flowers when they're young, before they're at their prime, because when they're sold at their prime, they're looking their best, and that's what you want to see in your garden. So I always say buy young, grow them on, and they'll look better in your garden once they've grown on. And I think that is kind of going on here. The displays are here to show what they could look like. But they're trying to sell them young. Um, but yeah, they look really, really stunning. It's obviously very popular. I mean, this marquee is huge. It's probably 500 metres long. And it is just packed with flowers and people. I cannot see any edibles now. And it's really, really difficult to get in here with uh, the amount of people in here. But never mind. We don't mind that. I'm going to get out of here now and uh, have another walk around outside. Well, it's come to the end of the day now. It's just gone, well, it's about half five. And I think me and my, my brother who came with me today, we're going to head home for another three-hour journey. Had a wonderful day, I've got to say. This is by far one of the best kind of garden shows that I've been to, the exception being Chili Fiesta, because that's always my favourite but it's so good to see to come to this sort of place and see gardens being the main focus and, and the amount of people here that are shopping and buying stuff and came here to have a look around just shows how much value there is in gardening well I think I'm going to wrap up this podcast with the end of this bit now so thank you very much for for listening now next week I've got a little surprise for you I've bumped into a YouTuber by the name of Muddy Boots. I've interviewed him and he'll be on the podcast next week. So I'm looking forward to that. I really admire Muddy Boots. And I know he listens. So thank you very much for listening. Uh, Please take care and I'll see you again next time.